Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am a careers advisor and a career happiness mentor. This is the second season of the podcast. So if you haven't already listened to all 26 episodes from season one, please go back and check out the list of episodes that are relevant to you. In this season, we'll be talking to more exciting and interesting guests. I'll be talking about job hunting and how you can get noticed more on LinkedIn and be more visible so that you can get a promotion and pay rise. We will also be looking at confidence, self-worth, and also how you can be career happy in relation to your health and overall well-being. So if you are looking for some inspiration in your career and you want to move forward into the next phase for 2020, please stay tuned and listen to the podcast. Hello everyone and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about why resilience is so important in your career. So I wanted to do this episode because I know not only is this something that people struggle with quite a lot because they feel like maybe they don't have enough resilience or they feel like this is something that they naturally cannot build up on or it's something that can be challenging because if you're going through tough times at work it can often feel like resilience or being resilient is kind of the last thing in your mind. Um, And whilst I'm recording this episode, I'm recording this episode towards kind of December in 2020. Um, This has been an eventful year. It's been an eventful year in many ways because of the fact that so many people have lost their jobs. So many people have been furloughed. So many people have gone through redundancy. Um, But resilience is something that I think will still impact future listeners, wherever you're going to be. And I do know, obviously, that some business owners and freelancers listen to this podcast as well. Wherever you are in your career right now, resilience is the glue that's going to help you stick it out. Trust me. Right. But I do feel that the resilience, one of the reasons why it's so important in our career is we need to be flexible in our career in terms of we had to adapt our skills and our situations according to what's going on within our workplace. And that has been paramount um, this year. Um, For those of you who are listening in 2020, that's been paramount because many people have had to start working from home and they've had to start, you know, using technology that maybe they used to use once in a while. But they never really used before and we all had to you know work in ways where we've had to be more resilient to adapt in our career but why is resilience so important in your career in general one of the examples that I wanted to quickly kind of share with you and I remember this being um, not necessarily an issue but something that would happen in my workplace And I know when I've spoken to clients, this has come up too, and also just generally the women that I talk to who follow me. So hot desking is something that I know many of you um, may have to do in your office. Obviously, a lot of you who have still not gone back to the office uh, may not be doing this right now. But when you're hot desking, it's about who gets there first. And I remember some people in my office, one of the offices I worked in, (laughs) 
they used to have a strategy. So they used to get there at a certain times. So they would get a particular desk that they liked. And I'm laughing because there are some people who still do this, I'm sure. All right. And you need to have the strategy for it so that you can get that particular desk. So why am I using that as an example in linking with resilience? What I mean by that is if you turn up to work and then, you know, you're early and all the desks are gone, how do you have to use resilience so that you don't get irritated or annoyed by that? What can you do so that you can just hop on the computer or the desk that you need to if there is a desk available? And what can you do to do that work? Resilience is linked a little bit with flexibility is what I'm saying here. Um, I'm also using that as an example because depending on your work setting, um, it may not always be predictable. Maybe the work that you're doing is predictable. Maybe you're doing the same work every day. But maybe the scenario of your work is not the same. Does that make sense? And I feel like when we talk about resilience, we're talking about something that is building on our own self-development. I mean, if you really, really think about resilience and what it means, I'm not going to talk about what it means in terms of a dictionary definition, but for me, the definition of resilience is all about building your own development at work, making sure you adjust to situations, making sure that if you do have a difficult colleague or somebody who isn't that great to work with, we've all been there, right? What can you do to adapt your behaviour so that you're professional, but you're also doing your job at the same time, right? And how can you allow yourself to do a good job, but not be over-emotional? I have sometimes seen in work scenarios, and I've heard stories from my clients where they've told me that people have shouted in meetings, people have behaved unprofessionally. And there have been changes in the team, you know, there have been restructures, there have been all sorts of things going on. And if you're not resilient to the changes that are going to come your way, then what will happen is, is that you will emotionally be tethered and emotionally be tired, tired, should I say, to um, those changes. And that's going to be really, really hard for you to adapt and then grow into what you want to. For many of you who listen to this podcast you could now be in a situation right now where your job is sucking the utter soul out of you it is not something that you enjoy and so resilience seems very very far away from where you want to go it seems like it is right at the bottom of your yellow brick road it's not even near right and you may be thinking to me, you know, Shoma, you're talking about resilience and that's all very well, but like, how can I build on it? What can I do? I do want to share a couple of tips, but I also want to say that one of the main reasons it's important is because if you do go through a structural rechange, if you do go through redundancy, if you do go through a process where you have to take a pay cut or a pay decrease or, you know, your responsibilities are given to other people, what can you do? to adapt to that so that you're not walked over either, right? I remember, and I briefly kind of mentioned this story before, I'm not sure if I've done it in another episode or I'm not sure if I've done it in a blog post. I was in a situation where I was being told by one of my employees to stay in a job and I'd had a new job, yet I didn't really have that much commitment involved within staying in this job. I was a temp. And I remember them 
wanting me to adjust their plans for them, even though I actually was getting a new permanent job. And this is what I mean, right? How are you able to say no and stand up for yourself? So that's also in linking with resilience. And how are you also able to make sure that you're in situations in your job where people don't take advantage of how good you are at your job? I know a lot of women who come to me who they're mentoring essentially juniors when that's not in their job role. And there's nothing wrong with mentoring, you know, one person if you're able to do that and still do your job. There's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of people that do that. And mentorship should be encouraged if you have a lot of experience. But what I'm talking about is I'm talking about literally managing someone but not getting paid for it. I've heard lots of stories like this and it frustrates me. Because they say to me, you know, my clients, they say to me, but Soma, you know, that's actually affecting my work. And so that resilience of how they're coping means that they're having to do longer hours or they're having to, um, you know, make sure that um, they're in a situation where when they are doing the work, um, they're actually saying no sometimes. And that's what I'm talking about here. And... For me, I feel resilience is really, really important, not just because of everything that may have happened in 2020, but going forward, if we, you know, we're going into an economic recession and the recession is going to probably be around for a couple of years, um, and I mean that in the context of this episode, and I've done an episode about the economic recession and how we've recovered from that, you have to be really, really resilient and adaptable to that. You cannot, if you're looking for a job, if you're changing your career, if you're starting a business, you cannot not be resilient. You cannot be like, oh, I'm just going to give up now. And if you give up, that is the opposite of resilience. And I'm not saying that we are not sometimes going to have off days. We are not going to feel like doing certain things. I'm not talking about that here. But when you're able to keep going is what I'm talking about. When you're able to, if you're you know, a mum or you're a caregiver right now, you're able to still do all of those things, plus pay for the bills, plus care for the people that you need to, plus do your job without burning yourself out, then you are building that resilience muscle. And it is a muscle. (laughs) It's something that we all need to work on. And we need to make sure that when things feel too hard, if we're in a position where we can go for a walk, or we can take a little bit of time off, or on a weekend, if we're able to to just completely switch off, then we do all of those things. You know, that's really, really important. It's a timer going off. Sorry about that. Um, But I feel like a lot of the time with resilience, one of the reasons why it is so difficult for people is because it's almost like having a brick wall. For those of you who run, You'll know what I mean by this, you know. Um, There's always that that wall when people run that they can't get past, right? And resilience is almost like having a brick wall and, you know, trying to push past it, trying to push past it and doing everything and anything to challenge yourself so that you stay motivated in a job um, that maybe you don't like for a short period of time to get into a situation where you are happy, let's just say. Another example is that your resilience could be that when you're going through redundancy and you're having, you know, depression and anxiety like I have and like some of my clients have, how do you adapt to that situation without breaking down, you know? 
are there um, emotional support mechanisms that you can have in place, like talking to a counsellor, like doing journaling, like meditation? Is there something that's going to set you free slowly? I mean, all of these things combined can help build solutions. It's not something that, you know, happens straight away and it may take time. And that's the other thing about resilience. It, it's not... <laughs> It's not a process where you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm going to be strong today. It doesn't work that way, guys. But what does happen is if you motivate yourself and you encourage yourself to keep going day by day. I mean, life at times is challenging. It is not a bed of roses. But life at times is also amazing. And it's up to us to be able to build on our own resilience and do the inner work reading books, listening to podcasts, doing all those kind of great things and surrounding ourselves with amazing people who inspire and enlighten us, right? I feel that that is a very, very key thing that when people are struggling at work, I, I notice that um, maybe their work environment or the people that they hang out with outside their work environment are emotionally draining them. And as a result of that, their own resilience is flattened because they're not able to be who they want to be. They're not able to be themselves. And they feel really, really, not overwhelmed, but they feel really, really out of sync with who they are. And they come to me at a point where they're saying that I can't do this anymore, Shoma. What can I do? Can you help? And I'm here to help you. Of course I am. But some of the things that I want to say that will, will help build your resilience muscle or build on your resilience and its importance is that firstly, you have to have certain patterns and certain things in place that help you build on this. So for example, one of the things that I do, and I'm sharing this with you guys, is that I make sure that I exercise regularly. That helps. That's like an accountability thing for me. And I've been doing that, especially you know during lockdown when I haven't been able to go for walks. I do try and go for walks as much as possible. But that's helped me stay motivated and have a routine for my day right and that's a form of resilience because I'm being accountable to myself to make sure that I have to do it another form of resilience is that I you know make sure that I record these episodes for you guys who listen to the podcast every week you know an episode goes out every week that's a commitment I have to make sure I do that then on top of that you know root like on top of that I make sure that I post on social media on LinkedIn and Twitter and I have systems in place so a lot of the time, resilience is also linked to routine as well. And when we have certain habits, good habits, not bad habits, not, you know, making sure that you've had like, um, I don't know, um, a whole packet of crisps every day. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I'm giving that as an example, especially if you're struggling with exercise and, and food, right? Not in any way am I judging by saying that because I do know um, it's hard. It's really, really hard. But I'm talking about resilience in the sense that when you have resilience and you have stamina, you have willpower, you're more likely to be able to get to the places where you need to be. And I think that when it's missing from your career, you feel despondent and you feel very, very alone. And I've seen this. Usually the women that work with me are very resilient. They've gone through a lot. Um, but they're also asking for help because they're not giving up on themselves. And 
what I mean by that is as soon as you give up on yourself, as soon as you resign yourself to the fact that I'm going to end up in this job for another 10 years and I need to stay here, you know, I'm saying it in that monotonous tone of voice. That's exactly what's going to happen to you guys, you know. But if you think actually, you know what, this year has taught me so much and I know that I need to get out of this or, you know, you feel that you've seen people surrounding you who just constantly moan and nag (laughs) and don't do anything and you're like, you know what, I don't want to be that person. I want to be that person who gets out of this funk and actually does something. So resilience is all about building on that. But another tip to really, really help you um, get more resilient is to make sure not just emotionally that you're getting support and that, you know, you're, you have good habits. Like one of the things that I do is I use affirmations practically every single day to help me. And that, those affirmations can really, really help me feel very, very like in a good mindset. You know, and I think there are lots of different things that you can do to build on your mindset. You know, it doesn't have to be affirmations. It could be journaling. It could be prayer. It could be whatever it is that lights you up. It could be yoga, you know, whatever it is. But I feel like that resilience muscle is individual to everyone. If we then go back to the workplace setting, what can you do? If you know you're in a situation where you're in this job and you're having to get out of that job, as soon as possible you know I've written some articles about what you can do so that um if you're unhappy at work and you can't leave straight away um well I remember one of the tips I said in the video actually is to imagine if there is a person or a thing that you really really like that you have like a punching bag in front of you and that you're you know emotionally de-stressing <laughs> to build your resilience and that you have somebody like a friend or a partner that you can offload on whenever anything is feeling too much. And they listen. They don't judge you. They just, you know, you just emotionally download on them, emotionally tell them what's going on, and they just listen. You know, there is no judgment there in when you're saying that this has happened and that's happened. And the other way to build on your resilience is to not give up, right? You guys who listen to this podcast, you know, we've had some really, really amazing guests on this podcast this year who have, you know, Tom Moran, who spoke about all the times he's gone through his near-death experiences. I mean, that is resilience, guys, seriously. Um, The fact that, you know, when you're being challenged about your race, you know, I've had a couple of people talk about race and diversity on this podcast as well, people like Selena and Oris, and the fact that it's it's challenging and I've been through my own things through that where people have said oh you know they've asked me very very odd questions um and they've said to me oh how did you manage to do that or how did you manage to do this it's about ignoring some of the negativity that comes your way And not giving up on your dreams. So if you want to have a freelance career, if you want to start a business, if you want to do something that seems very far away right now, in terms of the resilience that you need to build up and the stamina, almost like exercise. I mean, you know, one of the people who I really, really love in terms of I think he's so inspiring from a, you know, resilience perspective is Mo Farah. If you look at Mo Farah's story and all of the things that he has been through in his career, 
he is so driven. He's such a driven person. And sports people have to be, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you know, how are they going to be able to achieve their goals and ambitions? But you can still be resilient in your career by going after a dream of getting a promotion, going after a dream of getting a new job, going after your dream of career change. You know, it can all happen. But if you shut yourself off and you're not willing to do the work to get there, it's going to be really, really difficult for you to fully do that. But overall, I would say resilience is important to embracing not only your career, but living the life that you want to, guys. I feel like... If I myself hadn't left my job and started my business or hadn't gone through the pivotal bad points of my story, like being bullied, like, you know, losing my dad, like um, going through anxiety and depression, all of those things, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do my business. Resilience helps us to be truly who we want to be not what people expect us to be. And I think the reason why I'm saying that is because a lot of the time most people gleefully may, you know, think, oh, you know, it's easy for that person or it's easy for that person. But they have gone through something to get that they've gone through some form of resilience. And it's very easy for us to judge people. Um, one of the programs that I've been watching, I haven't finished watching it yet, but I know a lot of people have become obsessed with it. And for future listeners, you know, you may go back on Netflix when there's a new season of this. <laughs> but um, is The Crown. And I feel like the crown, you know, I do take a lot of it with a pinch of salt, but the main essence of why I'm talking about it and mentioning it is if you think about the character of Margaret Thatcher, a lot of people didn't like her at the time. A lot of people judged her and criticised her, but she had a lot of grit as a woman. She did a lot of things that many women of that generation didn't do. She was, first of all, you know, the first prime minister of the UK to be a woman, firstly, and she made a lot of tough decisions, decisions that a lot of people really, 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 you know, um, badmouthed her about and didn't agree with. But leaders and people who want to do well or ambitious in their career have to make decisions that people are not going to agree with. They have to be resilient. And Margaret Thatcher is definitely an example of that. Right. And that's what I mean by why it's so important. It's important because the more resilient we are, the more we develop ourselves, the more we get support, the more we go after the things we want. We are truly going to be able to take on anything. And it's important that you get help. It's important that you get support when <clears throat> you feel like you're burning out or you feel like you're doing too much or, you know, you walk away from certain situations that are not you know, pleasing you or where you feel like maybe things are not going in the direction that you want. That is important too. That's part of your resilience journey in line with your career. But the main thing that I just want to say um, here as well is that it's okay for you to, as I said already, have those ups and downs. That's the ebbs and flows of life, <laughs> unfortunately, whichever way you want to look at it. But also, how can you look back on your life and see the things that you've already achieved. And look at, the yes, the down points maybe, the things that you've gone through to get tougher, and yes, the highs, but what can you do to make sure that whenever you get into a downward spiral, let's say, because it happens with all of us, that you can make sure that the course is corrected, 
and that you keep on doing what you need to do. And it's important that you think about your motivations behind this, you know, your why. For many of you, it's going to be your family. You know, for some of you, it's going to be that you want to do this because this is your dream and you have always dreamed about doing a particular career or a particular job. For me, you know, time and time again, my motivation is helping people, being of service to people because I love helping people. And I became a careers advisor, weirdly enough, to make people's dreams come true. I feel like I almost help people create their dreams and create the things they want to do. And that resilience keeps me going. When I'm having a tough day, I think, okay, I'm doing this, not necessarily just for me. I love what I do anyway. I'm doing this so that I can motivate and encourage people to not give up because I've been that person. I've been that person where, you know, all my confidence has been sucked away from me because of situations and scenarios I've been in. And because of those situations and scenarios, I've always wanted to give up in that sense, in that case, right? But actually... Because I had people supporting me, because I built on the things that I wanted to through hard work and through um, determination, I've been able to be resilient. And I want that for you. And that is why it's so important. It's so important because it will help you get to where you want to be. And I lastly want to say, this is just a lasting point. (sighs) I know this may, and I've kind of already mentioned it, but I know this this may feel like a hard one. If people around you are not supporting you, if people around you are emotionally draining you and being negative, and I've been doing a lot of this this year, you need to filter out the people that uplift you and be spending more time with them. But you also need, well, you need to filter those people in terms of you need to spend more time with them. But you also need to filter out the people who uh, trigger you, make you feel negative, make you feel comparison, and make you feel judged. Those are the people that are going to hold you back. They're not the people that are going to help you get to where you need to be. And I know that might sound a bit ruthless, but part of being resilient is being able to adapt to where you want to go next. Because if we don't change as human beings, we're, we're all changing. We all have to change as human beings to get to where we want to be. Things don't happen overnight, guys. Success doesn't come overnight. But we have to keep on going for our dreams. And the only way that we can do that is to make sure we surround ourselves with the right people. And I'm not saying that, you know, you cut people off completely. That's never what I advise. I've not been doing that with some of the negative naysayers in my life. But I've been keeping a distance from them because I feel like sometimes emotionally I give too much as a person. And if you're someone that emotionally gives too much... You have to have those boundaries in place to protect you as the person that you need to become. So that's very, very important. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And remember, if you haven't already, please go and leave me a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say about resilience. And yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It means so much that you listen to this podcast and if you think this has made a difference to your day, please share it with someone else that you know. If you haven't already, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much. If you want to find out more about the Career Happiness Mentor, please subscribe to our newsletter or email me. All the details are in the show notes.